What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. And today we are back with our week five NFL takeaways, biggest takeaways from about every single game of week five. There were some sorry games that we didn't end up watching because there was better options on, but we'll still go through, recap the final score, all that stuff. Um, With that being said, don't forget to check out this week's first exclusive segment of the greatest podcast on turf on our YouTube channel, um, where we did our weekly waiver wire pickups. Be sure to check that out. Don't forget Thursday, Friday, we're uploading our fantasy football stardom sit them at best bets and our week five wager prediction series. Our best bets were actually really good this week. What did we go six and two for best bets so far, uh, awaiting tonight's game? Yeah, something like that. Six and two, awaiting tonight's game. We did pretty good, we made some money. Um, with that being said, um, here's a word from our sponsor. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. A couple locations in Delaware, Middletown, Townsend. Come in, check it out. Come watch the football games. Bring your family, have some lunch, have some dinner, have a drink if you're of age. Great food, great people, great prices. Check it out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, don't forget, if you do go there, tell them that the greatest podcast on turf sent you and they will take care of you. And with that being said, do we have any news besides Saquon Barkley Russell Wilson. injured? Russell Wilson injured. I said we just touch on that when Clyde we get Edwards. to the game. Yeah. All right. Um, so just we'll start off with Thursday night's game. The Los Angeles Rams improved the four and one beating the sea, beating the now two and three Seattle Seahawks, 26, 17. We watched his game at Matt's house. Shout out, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, start us off. Russell Wilson got hurt, which obviously hurt them, but the Rams came to play. Defense stepped up. The Seattle Seahawks defense just got absolutely exposed. They were terrible. Jamal Adams sucks. Yeah. yeah. Jamal Adams is terrible. Um, that is not a phone charger. No, no, I was just messing with it. Oh, I thought you were going to plug your phone in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I it's figured it out. <laughs> but now, I mean, the Seahawks just, they have, they've had a tough start to the year. They had a hard schedule. Russell Wilson going down obviously doesn't hurt. Geno Smith's their main guy now. Really not a good look for them. Um, it sounds like if Geno Smith is, has a bad week this week, they're going to hit up Cam Newton. I don't blame him. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it was, it wasn't all on Geno. But you could definitely tell they weren't going to win when Gino came in. Yeah. I mean, Daryl Henderson was running through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shout out Sid. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, but no. <laughs> but no, I mean. Who broke the wall? I personally thought the Seahawks were going to win the game originally. Until Russell Wilson got hurt, you kind of just saw the whole game turn in a different spot. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf had a pretty good day. Against Tyler Lockett wasn't existent. Chris Carson was banged up. He didn't end up playing. Um, you kind of just could tell that it was going to happen once Russell Wilson got hurt. Rams ended up winning this one, a good division game. They're one of the best teams in football behind the Arizona Cardinals, sitting at 5-0. Yeah. The division's looking like one of the best um, takeaways here. The Seahawks are in trouble. They're 2-3, and three and they're without their starting quarterback for, what, he could be back in a month, but it looks like like five or six, I think. Yeah, weeks. not good. My biggest takeaways from this one, the Rams, that loss last week didn't mean anything. And for the ooh, excuse me, sorry, for the Seahawks, um, I said there was a shot that they finished third or fourth in the division this year, and it's looking like a real possibility now. So Seahawks, you may be in trouble. I mean, even if they do get Cam Newton, you guys are still probably in trouble. I had them winning the division, and this is not looking very good. No. 
And um, I think that pretty much um, wraps up that one. I didn't watch the Jets game, so, I mean, I can't really I talk about it. I was stuck at work. <laughs> but, I mean, I... I know Kyle Pitts had a good game. Uh, there's a couple things to talk about. So, I was working with Jake, and he just kept, you know, enlightening me on what was happening. I played against Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson this week. Nice. And it seems like every time they touched the ball, it was just, they just rotated. Uh, Kyle Pitts had his... Breakout game, you could say. He had over 100 yards, a touchdown. I think he went nine for 126 and a touchdown. Something like that. He just kept getting the ball. And then yeah. Cordell Patterson does literally everything for this Falcons offense. <laughs> um, <laughs> runs, catches, literally everything. Ball. He actually had I, a Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Jets, they're not much. Michael Carter had a pretty good day, so he's kind of putting together a couple of good games. Zach Wilson doesn't look very good at all. The Jets look pretty bad. I feel sorry for the London fans. I'm pretty sure next week they definitely have the Jaguars. I'm not sure. My Jags, Miami. Yep. I I feel pretty bad for these uh, London fans, but the NFL does it best. Thursday night footballs are usually bad teams because you have to watch it. Um, This game, takeaways, both these teams suck. The Jets suck a little more. Yeah. And I don't really care. Yeah, I feel as though um, Kyle Pitt's success attributed to Calvin Ridley being out due to personal reasons. Just figured I'd throw that one out there. Uh, but yeah, I didn't watch the game. I was actually asleep. I way overslept yesterday. I didn't wake up till about like 12 o'clock. So I was kind of scrambling around. Yeah, I was stuck at work and I kept just to go fill out my parlay cards. and The get game was on Yahoo games. Sports. So I just kept, just kept watching them score. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but all right, moving on to speaking of a shit show of a game. I am not going to talk at all. The two and three New England it. Patriots improved the two and three after defeating the one and four now Houston Texans by a whopping twenty five to twenty two victory. Initial thoughts on this. It was one. a game winning field goal, right? In theory, it was game winning, but the Texans still had another drive or two to seal it. You know, okay. I think. I kind of thought it was like a minute left. I don't know. But the Patriots, um, what the hell? Our offense didn't look bad. Our defense just blows. Our defense was so bad. We traded Gilmore away. Um, Is that a joke? They only scored 22 points. Our defense sucks. You only scored 25. I, I understand. I'm telling. I'm saying that our defense is terrible. <laughs> it was a game-winning field goal. <laughs> 15 seconds left. That's what I said. That is not what uh, you that, said. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, the Patriots' defense is terrible. They let up 22 points to Davis Mills and friends. The Patriots' defense looked god-awful. I don't know what was going on the first half. We were up. We shut them out in the second half, though. I think they were up 22-9 to nine at halftime. Came back and so won 25-22. That is so um, bad. It was a big win for the Patriots, big morale win. We got Dallas this week. Going to be a tough one. If you're looking forward to our pickums this week, be sure to check them out on Thursday's episode of the podcast. They will not disappoint. We got a Cowboys-Patriots matchup this week. Ryan versus Anthony. Anthony versus Ryan. Battle of the two teams. I wonder who's going to win. But, yeah, the Patriots look like shit. Biggest takeaway is the Houston Texans are still the Texans and suck, but the Patriots' defense is terrible, and the Patriots need some work. The Patriots are almost – they're a field goal away from being worse than the Texans. In theory. Um, They let my man Seymour get 100 yards in touchdown. Chris Conley, back from the gutters. And all Claire get a touchdown. David Moore hadn't played a game in three years, and his breakout <laughs> game was the Patriots, I think. So there you go. David Moore, pick him up off waivers. You heard it here first. C- Chris, Chris Moore, Moore, sorry. I think David Moore somewhere else. 
There Chris was a David Moore, though. And then the Patriots, I mean, running the ball, they couldn't do anything. Granted, their whole entire offensive line was out, so I guess. Yeah, we were missing four of our five starting offensive linemen. Hunter Henry did the best for them on offense. That's, you know, that's good for them. I don't really care about it, though, because <laughs> Patriots suck. Um, They're going to be Dallas this week. Jumping to the next game. The Miami Dolphins traveled very far to Tampa Bay. Cross country on, almost, no? Pretty, almost. Uh, to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Tampa and, well, Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it was it was very bad for the Dolphins. Antonio Brown had himself a day. Mike Evans had himself a day. It's just <laughs> Tom ugly. Brady had himself a day. Oh, uh, yeah. I figured it was kind of accounted for when Chris Godwin had 70 yards. Nothing crazy. Leonard Fournette had five yards of carry. Once again, nothing crazy. Tom Brady had 13 yards of carry. Nothing crazy. Um, <laughs> Vanilla Vic, baby. <laughs> the Buccaneers were doing whatever they wanted against the Miami Dolphins defense. Uh, but one takeaway I will have for the Dolphins, and it is a good thing, I suppose, in fantasy purposes, Miles Gaskin did something. He Made had 10 receptions, like 70 yards, two touchdowns against a pretty good Buccaneers defense. Granite, um, the Buccaneers kind of blew them boys out. Miami had yeah. the lead after the first quarter, and then it was kind of over. There's not much takeaways here. I mean, the Dolphins are rolling with Jacoby Brissett, and I'm not going to sit here and say that the Dolphins suck because they have Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Anybody can say, anybody making money can say that. Um, so, yeah, the Buccaneers won because they are a Super Bowl contending, winning team, and they will continue to beat teams. I mean, my man Blaine Gabbert got snaps, so it was it was bad. Yeah. Uh yeah, 45-17. The final score pretty much says the outcome of this one. The Dolphins suck. Buccaneers are good. Ryan pretty much hit that nail on the head. And, yeah. Moving on next. Hurt me in the Pick'em series. Um, the Eagles came all the way back and beat Speaking, the Panthers. Should we do the Pick'em series? Share our records while we're here? While we're here, do you have yours written down? Yes, I do. All right. I'm currently 54-25. and 25, um, And... That's not finished yet because the Ravens Colts play tonight. We both took the Ravens, but and yeah, I'm currently 54 and 25. If I can find it in my notes, I believe you're nine games less than me. Uh, my record is 46 and 33. Our best bets is good though. <laughs> <laughs> Our bets are good. That's all that matters. Anyways, um, I'll touch on this game first because I watched basically the whole entire thing. Yeah. The Eagles they couldn't do anything on offense in like the first half. Probably more, I would say. Like halfway gets, through the third quarter was when they finally... Yeah, it gets fuzzy. Because yeah. Jalen Hurts had like one point at halftime, I believe. And it was looking ugly. I mean, the Eagles got a pick, which ended up giving them that field goal. They could not convert in the end zone. Greg Ward had a very, very obvious pick play that they called him out for, obviously. I originally thought that the Eagles were going to try to run the ball on them instead of just trying to pass the ball all the time. Jalen Hurts ended up throwing 37 passes. In my opinion, they probably should have ran the ball more. Miles Sanders didn't do that good, but Jalen Hurts kind of did at times. You know, he kind of broke free. He had two rushing touchdowns on the day. One of those was a sneak. One of those was a scramble. One takeaway here fantasy-wise is Jalen Hurts seems like he cannot put up less than 20 points in fantasy football. I mean, he literally had one at halftime and still made it happen somehow. Uh, the Panthers, Sam Darnold kind of looked to be Sam Darnold. He had one touchdown, three interceptions against a not very good Eagles defense. I, some people argue that there's a correlation between him not throwing it to DJ Moore with his interceptions because it kind of happened. DJ Moore only had 42 yards and Sam Darnold had three picks. Chuba <laughs> Hubbard had yeah. himself a day on the uh, running the ball, 24 carries for 100 yards. 
like I said, I predicted this game. I don't believe in the Panthers, well, for a couple reasons. One of them being Sam Donald. The other one being they don't have Christian McCaffrey. So until Christian McCaffrey comes back, the Panthers are a very, very beatable team. And that's why the Eagles came out with this one as a win. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have the Gris disagree with you. Said yes, yeah, Sam Darnold looked like shit. I'm still by. I'm 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 still a firm believer in the Panthers. Kind of Philly just they got their better number in the second half. Sam Darnold is still Sam Darnold. Biggest takeaways from this: the Eagles still suck, <laughs> and the Panthers may be on a decline. But I'm still a believer, just not in Sam Darnold. Hence our concerns during throughout the whole preseason, like we've touched on. I think the Panthers suck. That's fair. Personally. Uh, whatever. All right, moving on. Um, the Titans beat the Jags 37-19. Tech- Titans improved to 3-2. and two. Jags dropped a whopping 0-5. They're going to get their first win this week against the Miami Dolphins, though, so don't worry about it. I guess because they are the London Jaguars, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose. Nah, they ain't going to lose. The Dolphins suck. But, yeah, the Titans had a good game. Derrick Henry is a Jaguar killer. Three tutties, I think? Yeah. AJ Brown got involved. He still seemed a little banged up. He's like a like a um like a teddy bear. He gets hit and he's hurt, I feel like. I feel like he always gets Wait, him or Julio? AJ Brown. Julio didn't play. Julio's still been out. <laughs> yeah, because he's hurt. They're basically the same guy. Fair. Hurt. Fair. But I'm yeah, fine. um Titans won this one. There's not much to take away here. Jaguars were hanging around there at the beginning, but then Derrick Henry got going and they kind of just left off. Um my biggest takeaway is the Jags will be fine and the Titans are need some help at receiver and um on the defensive side of the ball. Your biggest takeaway is the Jaguars will be fine. They lost to the Titans, who were on, in theory. The Jaguars are zero and five. They lost to the Texans. They might lose to the Dolphins with Urban Meyer's their head coach. Urban Meyer be said that he's fine. trying to get two hundred fifty rushing and two hundred fifty passing yards on it. Gamely basis. And Urban Meyer's an asshole, and that's the reason why Urban Meyer won't be the head coach of the Jags next season. And that's the so. reason that the Jaguars aren't fine. He could potentially ruin the whole entire franchise in one year. <laughs> <laughs> he could ruin Trevor Lawrence in one year. Nah, Trevor I don't care Lawrence how good fine. Trevor Lawrence is, but he could do it. I think Trevor will be fine. It's a very bad start. I saw something. It was like in their post-game conferences. Trevor Lawrence was like, you can't go into panic mode with a star like this. And Urban Meyer was like, he was like, we're in full-blown panic mode out here fighting for wins. Like, begging for wins. <laughs> so I'm but not, yeah. not going to sit here and say the Titans. I, I'm not going to break the game down because it was a blowout. Yeah. The Jaguars suck. Urban uh, Meyer's the Titans an asshole. are fine. Yeah, the Urban Meyer experiment isn't working out. They might as well fire him now because what is the difference between firing him now and firing him later? Yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, moving on to the next game. We had the Lions. They traveled to the Vikings, and wow, was this one a, a thriller. breaker. Um, not for me. I picked the Vikings in my pick and I was very sick when <laughs> it was about to happen. Uh, the Vikings were trying to run the clock out. My man Alexander Madison fumbled the ball on the 10-yard line somewhere. Uh, and the Lions ended up scoring a touchdown, going for two, and almost winning the game until my man Kirk Cousins went out there, drove down the field, uh, kicked the game win not Kirk Cousins, but they kicked the game-winning field goal, and then Kirk Cousins almost beat up Mike Zimmer, but yeah. that's on another <laughs> note. Um, but the Lions, they just they can't catch a break. Uh, they lost to the Ravens off a of field goal. Lost to the Vikings off the field goal. Imagine being a Lions fan. They just can't win. They're Pain. like the, they're like the they Falcons just, they last They suck. Year. They yeah, they're like the Falcons last year. They just literally can't win. 
Um, the Lions this are a, so loud. The Lions are a good 0 and five. I could say they're probably the best 0 and five team out there. Um, yeah, they're right there. They're the heartbreak 0 and five. Actually, there's only two 0 and five teams. Someone in my, I was in a fantasy group chat, and someone you were in, you're in our two to podcast league. Sean was like, he said, I feel like I'm a Lions type of 0 and five, not a Jags 0 and five. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> um, but no, with that being said, the Vikings ended up winning this game. The Vikings aren't looking like a good football team, really. Mm. I'm hoping that they bounce back when Dalvin Cook comes back. He's been banged up. Didn't play last game. Didn't play this game. Played a little bit the game before. Was still banged up. And the Vikings just ended up winning a very close one. Yeah. Um, Nothing crazy. With though. Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, that's what you kind of expect, though, from an average football team to be average. Uh, the Lions lost this in an absolute heartbreaker. Uh, my biggest takeaways from this is that the Vikings are very average still. Their offense can get the job done, though, in any given moment. And the Lions are not an, not an easy win for any team, as we've seen, except the Green Bay Packers. Correct. Another thriller. Yeah, Green, about, speaking um, of the Packers, yeah. Packers advanced to four and one by defeating the now three and two Cincinnati Bengals in overtime with a final score of 25-22. I think there was a total of about six missed kicks just this game. Give or take. Mason Crosby missed three in the final three possessions for the Packers, made the fourth one. Was kind of an ugly outing for both teams, honestly. I envisioned a shootout. Both offenses did their thing. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams had a day. Joe Burrow got hurt. Looked bad. I was looking for the missed kicks. And I was like, oh, this must be the Bengals kicker. Motherfucker went four for seven. Yeah, but look at the name. There's no way that's his name. This is the Packers, though. Maybe it's his. Yeah, that's got to be autocorrect. Matt Cass. Mason Crosby. Whatever. They um, couldn't hit the side of the barn if he was staying in one. They couldn't hit. The broad like Ben Simmons couldn't hit the water standing in it. Ben Simmons couldn't throw a fish in the water standing on the dock. That Terrible. Mason Crosby. I mean, we've seen this. I think maybe last year, maybe the year before, Mason Crosby missed like a couple. Yeah, that's in a what row, they were saying. And Rodgers was like, to the announcer relax. Uh, so I kind of see it happen there. He missed, like I said, he missed two or three in a row. Rodgers probably told him to relax. Went out there, kicked the game winner. It was a great game. One of the takeaways, Devontae Adams is still... Devontae Adams. Still Devontae Adams. He's been kind of a slow start, I would say, in his standards. But he absolutely killed it this game. And the Jamar Chase haters, are looks like they were wrong because he had about 150 and a touchdown. The Bengals are a solid team. They battled with the Packers. uh, Injury-riddled Packers, so, I mean, give the Packers more credit there. Bengals were just a... Field goal away from winning it multiple times. Same with the Packers. It was a close game. And uh, respect the Bengals a little bit. Yeah, the Bengals hung in there as we um we kind of talked about and how um Vegas kind of saw it. The Packers were only three-point favorites. Like you said, granted, they were injured. My biggest takeaway from this is that the Bengals' offense is good enough to where they can compete in any game as well. Especially when Joe Mixon gets, like, full health. Because he was banged up. Yeah, absolutely. Samaj so um, P. Ryan was the leader. He's on the COVID list now, so I mean, look for Sleepy Joe Mixon to come back, bounce back this week. Um, moving on, kind of an ugly game. I didn't watch much of this one. It was kind of boring, despite the score. Saints beat Washington 33-22. Washington has a bottom defense in the league. They're about polar <laughs> They're about polar opposite to where I thought they were going into this season. At least you're man enough to admit that you were wrong. I was wrong. 
they made me look horrible. They're making me lose credibility like a jackass. Um, Props to you. The Saints are still an inconsistent team for me. I'm not really going to break this one down. Biggest takeaway from this one is that the Saints are um, they're still average. They're still good for a win here and there against a decent team. And Washington, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> you got some work ah. to do, dog. I don't know. Gally, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Probably same as me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're being real, I mean, Washington really let Marquez Callaway catch a Hail Mary before halftime. Yeah. It's Washington looks horrible. And maybe that's because they don't have a quarterback. And obviously, when you're not putting drives together, you're going to allow points on defense. So that's one That's one piece of credit I can give to the defense, you could say. When the offense isn't on the field at all, the defense is obviously going to allow points no matter how good they are. And that might be Washington's problem. They can't really move the ball on offense. They have Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, who are both great in their own way. But they can't carry, uh, no. they can't carry a whole offense led by Taylor Heineke. The Saints, on the other hand, they looked all right. Uh, Kamara looked pretty good. He need ha- he needed a good game to bounce back, and he kind of did. Yeah. Uh, Marquez Callaway looked good. Hopefully, the Saints keep airing the ball out, spreading defenses out with Marquez Callaway, Alvin Kamara. Not sure when Michael Thomas is coming back. I think it's kind of upcoming. Should be coming tonight. It was it was his timeable return at the beginning of the season was six to eight weeks. So if I had to guess, he's probably about four, four weeks out, give or take, three probably or four weeks out. Um. So, yeah, with that being said, Washington sucks and the Saints look all right. And I'll jump on to the next game. This is a game that we're going to talk about a little bit. We had a bet on this game, and I ended up winning it. Obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they beat the Denver Broncos 27-19 Because the Steelers home. only do good when I bet against them. So, Steelers um, fans, you're welcome. One takeaway here is Juju looks like he's going to miss the season. That yeah. sucks, obviously. Um, Steelers look good, though. Najee Harris had himself a game. Deontay Johnson had himself a game. Claypool did good too. Yeah, Claypool did pretty good. Uh, the Broncos, they didn't look good. Um, they had Teddy Bridgewater, I believe. Corlin Sutton had a pretty good game. Javante Williams actually did decent. They just didn't beat the Steelers. Steelers beat them 27-19. That's a pretty big margin. Steelers have had a very hard schedule. They will continue to have a very hard schedule. I look, I took a bet with my dad that the Steelers would have more success than the Broncos this year. That's not looking great right now, but after this game, it's looking better. So, I still believe in the Steelers personally. I know they they were about to run through the gauntlet, but yeah, <laughs> I still believe in them, and I think they'll be all right. No, um, the Steelers only do good when I bet against them. Juju's done for the year. I saw a funny meme. It was like now that Juju's done for the year, he can focus on his TikTok career. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I guess. but yeah, it's a shame he got hurt. But um, I'll give Teddy Bridgewater the benefit of the doubt. He didn't practice all week. He got back, I think, the day before the game, two days before the game, had two days of practice. Um, Steeler, oh, Trey, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Best corner in football, baby, Trayvon oh, okay. Diggs. So, yeah. But, nice. yeah, um, the Steelers only beat um, Denver by eight. Denver kind of blew it at the end. They had first and they had second and goal. They blew t- three plays in a row just trying to throw fades up for some reason. Um my, uh, I think the Broncos will be fine. I'm still believing in them. They have some injury concerns, depth wise. Judy's coming back in a week, couple weeks. Two or three. Jerry Judy will be back. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick have been doing good. Noah Fant's been doing all right. The running back game tandem has been doing pretty good. So um, I think the Broncos will be fine, and the Steelers just 
they're in a similar boat to how I feel about who was I just talking about? About the Saints. They're good for a tough win every now and then, but they're still very inconsistent to me. I would like to take this next game. Uh, the Chicago Bears ended up beating the Raiders 20-9. Now, I did not watch the game, but there is a couple things I would like to touch on. One, we mentioned that the Raiders suck. We were right. We stuck through on that no matter what. The Raiders were 3-0, and we were still saying that the Raiders suck. Um, Urban yeah. Meyer and John Gruden are very similar coaches in the fact that I don't like either of them. John Gruden, there was emails that came out of him using bad remarks, and he ended up losing his game 20-9. to I don't like John Gruden. He should be fired. The Bears, they won. Congrats to them. The Raiders suck. It sucks to be them because it just sucks. The Raiders suck. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Bears won. Good for Justin Fields. Good for the Bears. Raiders suck. John Gruden should be fired. Enough said. Speaking of a team that is about to run the gauntlet, the Bears. Oh, yeah. This was week two of their Justin Fields start, and now he's getting thrown to the Wolves. Fields did exit the game early with an injury, but he came back two plays later. He limped off, came back on the field. He was fine. Um, we were right about the Raiders. Or they suck. I'm not believing in the hype. We nope, didn't. They suck. They're bad. They're sorry. We stuck with it. Oh, uh, excuse my yawn. Um... That yawn fits perfect with this game. So Yeah, because the Raiders suck and so do the Bears, but the Bears are somehow three and two. Um let's move on to your Cowboys, then this one, and then save that one and that one for last. Okay. So since we're moving to the Cowboys, I watched the game. I will take that one. We ended up winning forty four to twenty. I'm not gonna sit here and be an asshole Cowboys fan <laughs> and say, Oh, we're the best. Um, but I will say but, we played uh, a good game. That's where you should have been like, nah. oh, we're the best. <laughs> we're the best. Nah, we played a good game. The That'd Giants were battling injuries. Daniel Jones, yeah. hopefully he's all right. I forgot um, about Daniel Jones. Holy shit. Banged up. That was uh, bad. Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Saquon Andrew Barkley, Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Like, I'm not going to sit here and brag, obviously. I hope the Giants are all right. I hope they bounce back. Obviously, I hope that we beat them every time, but I hope injury concerns, they bounce back. We ended up winning 44-20. to A uh, stat that I just saw, we're leading the league in interceptions with 10. Trayvon Diggs is about third with six. Defense looks pretty good. And, they, I mean, the Cowboys are a team, like, they were all over Twitter saying this. We're a team without Michael Gallup, Lyle Collins, Demarcus Lawrence, um, Gallimore, um, in a theory, few others. you guys are a worse team with all those guys because when those guys all played, you guys lost. In theory. I'm not – I don't think – Oh, yeah. In, in theory. <laughs> but we barely lost to the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. No such thing as a moral victory in the NFL, as you told me, against the Bucs. You. As a, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, that's fair. I've been, I've been holding that one back. I've been waiting for you to say something like that. I mean, it's still one game sample. So we're America's team, baby. <laughs> Go Cowboys. Cowboys to the moon, to the Super Bowl. No. Just like Dodgecoin a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, and then it crashed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm done. I'm done talking about this team. Speaking of crash, the Giants um got dealt the shit end of the stick. Looks yeah. like they're catching that um NFC East injury bug that seems to go around every year. They hit the Eagles every year. Dallas usually gets hit with a couple big ones every year, and the Giants seems like they're taking over the Eagles. Got blown out by the Cowboys. Cowboys scored a bunch of points at the end of the game. There was a fight. Kadarius Tony had a breakout game, though. Waiver wire pickup of the week. Link in the description for our full waiver wire. Check out our TikTok page. Check out our YouTube channel. Check everything out. We're the greatest podcast on turf for a reason. Um, but, yeah, um, go Cowboys. Cowboys to the moon. I'm kind of riding the wave with you on this one. Dallas is doing their thing. They haven't looked bad. They look like they can hang with anyone. So, um, 
Biggest takeaway is the Giants are definitely in trouble. Danny, yeah. The Giants are most definitely in trouble. Injuries and just the way they've been playing and all that. And the Cowboys, um, they're rolling on our high horse. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'll leave it at that. Um, did you watch this next game? I didn't catch most of it because I was watching um, the um, the next game we're going to talk about after this one. Uh, yeah, I watched a decent bit. The Cardinals won 17-10 against the 49ers. It wasn't a very good game at all. I kind of wanted Kyler Murray to do more. He didn't have that great of a fantasy day that almost cost me. Um, the Cardinals won this game 17-10. There wasn't much offense on the 49ers side of the ball. Granted, there was a rookie quarterback in his first game. Um, Trey Lance was close to scoring a touchdown. I believe it was a fourth down when he scrambled out to the right and got smacked by yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Got it. But Isaiah he also made a great play. smacked Isaiah Simmons, if you think about it. So Trey Lance had a decent game. I would say the 49ers are headed into a bye week. You know, maybe they get Jimmy G back. Maybe they stick with Trey Lance with the bye week. Cardinals improved the 5-0. and Kyler Murray's still in the MVP talks. He didn't have that great of a game. I get that. But he's the only undefeated team remaining. It was a very close, low-scoring game. And the Cardinals ended up winning it. Yeah, it's kind of D-Hop looking like... had a pretty big catch. Oh, my God. He made Josh Norman his son. Yeah. Now, um, it's kind of looking like Jay Harbo may take over the MVP race, though. Oh, I could see it. But yeah, the Cardinals. Um, they, their defense. Someone made Dakota Prescott some love. It's fair. Still early in the season, though. I mean, you gotta look at this point last year. Russell Wilson ran away with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't. That was before the greatest podcast on turf was. Approaching one year here, January fourth, I think, is our one year anniversary of the greatest podcast on turf. It's three months. Yeah. One by fist. But yeah, the Cardinals look good. They're five and another oh, role and their defense has been surprisingly good. Their offense has been about as good as I've expected, but their defense, JJ Watt has been playing amazing. He made a couple big tackles down the stretch, exposed some holes on that offensive line. Chandler Jones had his way, but Trent Williams has seemed like for most of the game. So I mean, like you said, it was kind of tough. Trey Lance first started division rival away against the best team in football right now. It was tough, but they came back and almost had it at the end, had three false start penalties in a row on that final drive of the game, which I did catch, which was brutal for them, and I'm sure 49ers fans. And um, with that being said, the Cardinals are probably going to keep rolling, and the Niners and Seahawks are right there for that final seed because it's looking like we have the top two division, the division winner, then the playoff seed winner. Yeah. Now this next game, early candidate for game of the year, the Los Angeles Chargers Beat the Cleveland Browns, a final score of 47-42. Jay Herbo had a day. Mike Williams did also. Austin Eckler did also. I saw a funny stat. It was like Cleveland scored 42 points total, 500 yards and zero turnovers. Yes, still lost. It was like... Their first team ever, I think. Teams when scoring 40-plus points with no turnovers in the Super Bowl era are 401-0. The record after Cleveland lost to the Rams, 401-1. So the Browns are going to brown. <laughs> the Browns going to brown. But, yeah, um, this was a great game to watch start to finish. Browns looked very good early, got the run game going. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both had a good day. Baker got going. David Njoku had a day. Odell had a couple drops. It looks like him and Baker are still struggling to make up that connection. Donovan Peoples-Jones had an okay game. Is that who? He's the one, right? Donovan Peoples-Jones? Is that him? Yeah. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a good game. Njoku uh, had a good game. Mm-hmm. Njoku had a great game. He's been getting more and more involved because he is that Kyle Pitts type of player, receiver, big tight end. 
can kind of be thrown all over and still make plays. Um, this was a great game to watch. Chargers, on the other hand, Chargers have been riding their high horse ever since they beat Kansas City. The Chargers are good. I think it's time to admit the Chargers are good. Their defense played good despite them giving up 42 points. Who beat them? The Cowboys. I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, um, Chargers have looked good, though. Austin Eckler's been doing good. Justin Herbert's doing good. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Rashawn Slater's having a Tristan Wirfs type of rookie year. Um, yeah, the Chargers have looked good, and the Browns have looked good. I'm not looking too much into this loss for the Browns. I think they'll be fine. This could be a potential AFC Championship preview, but after what we saw of last night's game, which we'll touch on in a couple minutes, that may be up for debate. But, yeah, um, Chargers, keep riding your high horse in the Browns. Um, you'll be fine. I'm not worrying about this loss the slightest bit. Yeah, the defense folded. Uh, the Browns should have put the game away because they were ahead of a pretty good amount of scores. And with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you kind of should just run the ball out. But they ended up losing this game. It's not a big deal. It's the regular season. Both these teams are still above 500. Obviously, the Chargers looking like contenders. It's looking like... Uh, the Chiefs are pretenders. No. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I was going to say, it looks like Herbert... Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and they're the, probably the big three, it's looking like. Yeah. And then there's some friends down there. Yeah, there's a couple friends. <laughs> Those are the big three. Yeah. And then the final game, I took Buffalo to beat the Chiefs, and Ryan took the Chiefs. Too bad Ryan's still ahead. Yeah. Hater. By a lot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the Bills won 38-20. I did fall asleep during the delay because the delay was, like, over an hour, and I was... As soon as... Like, I watched until halftime, and as soon as they said that the delay I turned was it off. Happen, I turned I it off. I put it on my phone. Like, it was like I laid there for a little bit on TikTok, and I put it on my phone, and I fell asleep watching on my phone. But the Bills did their thing. The Bills seem to have hit their stride as well. I mean, Dawson Knox and Emmanuel Sanders being... Studs. Amazing compliments to Stefan Diggs, which creates more room for him. Zach Moss and Singletary have been doing okay compared to how I thought. Knox has been dying. Or not Knox. <laughs> Knox. Mo- Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Moss has been dominating carries, but yeah, they both look pretty good, and they both kind of look electric at the same time. Yeah. So Josh Allen was running with a purpose. All Josh time. Allen has a hose. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, the Bills won this game. I don't – there's – they were flaming Nick Wright today because he, like, yeah. trash, whatever. He sucks. Um, I still believe in the Chiefs. I think they're fine. I think Stephen A. was flaming the Chiefs, saying that they have no shot. <laughs> He's out of his mind. I mean, um, the way that the Bills, the Browns, and Chargers have been playing, I see why, but I'm not going to rule Kansas City out yet. I'll never rule Pat Mahomes since I recorded a football game ever. Uh, the Bills, they won. They won 38-20. to It's a big win. 4-1. They're looking like the one seed. The AFC is looking a lot better than the NFC. Banged up too. They'll be fine. And um, their defense holding them back. Their defense sucks. They started out slow the past two years. I think they'll be fine. That's fair. I mean, I'm not again. They're two and three. I'm not looking too much into this. It's way too early. I mean, they do have competition though. It's not like oh the Chiefs are going to run away with the AFC this year. Buffalo's good. Cleveland's right up there. The Chargers are right up there. The Chargers are leading the division. They're not going to run away with the AFC, but I think they have no problems making the playoffs. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not. They're not going to run away with the division like I mean we've seen years past and like. I'm sure people were saying at the beginning of the year again. But right. no, I mean, they're, they're, I would say they're probably a short lock to make the playoffs. Yep. And uh, one more game I would like to touch on. Oklahoma, Oklahoma Texas. Red Fuck River. Tuck, Texas. <laughs> River always runs red for a reason. It was looking bad. We hung along. 
Caleb Williams looks like he's Has good a enough. Hose dog. He looks like he's good enough to be like one of the ones that we've seen before. One of Lincoln Riley's ones. And he's a freshman, and he looks good, and he hopefully he starts for the rest of the year. He's fast. He's got an arm. Where's Rattler transferring to? Arizona. Probably SMU. He'll go the back rest home to Arizona. Probably. I don't care. I don't care where he goes. Bama got upset too. Did you see that? A and M upset them. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a rough one. Um, We're four. Bama's five. Ole Miss beat Arkansas. Ole Miss is shooting up in the rankings. Arkansas fell down. That was a good game, also. That was a real. I did. I caught. I was watching that game on my YouTube TV once we got settled at that house. I put it on. Um, Very disappointing. At the same time, the Oklahoma game is going on. Listen, I was trying. That's to, I'm, why I call I'm you doing, a big fan. I'm doing more. That's why I'm I call scouting. you a big fan. I'm. That's why I really buying into Matt Corral. I was doing scouting work. I don't care. I was doing scouting work. But now Oklahoma, Texas was a good game. There was a few good I college football games. And I'm very disappointed. This chair is so I'm loud. I'm leave. Um, with that being said, I think this is going to wrap up this week's episode of the greatest podcast on turf. Thank you guys for listening. Any fantasy football questions, hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube comments. Keep showing us love. We appreciate it. Me and Ryan, we got some dope stuff in the works behind the scenes that you guys aren't ready to hear yet. Giveaways, merch, special deals, um, the greatest podcast on turf experience. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. Like, subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. See you. Peace. See you guys later in the week, um, Wednesday, Thursday. No, Thursday, Friday uploads. See you guys. See you.